welcome to We the People. Today, the Taj Mahal, the iconic, world-famous monument, disappeared from sight as swaths of northern India was blanketed by toxic air for the third straight day. Delhi and our neighboring cities have been suffering from a Diwali hangover after the ban on crackers was widely violated on Diwali. In fact, it pretty much went up in smoke. A sharp increase in stubble burning in the last few days has also contributed to the rise in air pollution. Now, some people believe they have a right to burst crackers. Others believe that they have a right to burn stubble in order to earn a livelihood. But what of the right to breathe? What about the right of India's youth to have the same life expectancy as their peers in the West? How has this right become shrouded in an air of despair? Can anyone escape this gas chamber? Yes, while air pollution disproportionately affects the poor, nobody is immune. Joining us now is Bodhi Satya Mukherjee. He's an IT professional from Gurgaon. And uh, Gurgaon is where in all of the Delhi NCR regions, the AQI has been the worst in Gurgaon. And uh, I, I want to first ask you that you've, how has this been uh, affecting you? You're now reporting a history of breathing issues. That is correct. This Diwali, uh, like many other people, I fell ill. Rather than uh, spending happily with my family, I queued up in the doctor's chamber. That's what, what happened with me this Diwali. And I ask and I seek introspection from my fellow citizens that bursting crackers, is that more important than having healthy lungs or breathing uh, fresh air? So, yes, there, I had breathlessness. I had to take uh, help, seek help, medical help, nebulization, antibiotics. And uh, like me, there are many healthy people who fell ill, uh, young people who are falling ill. And I feel sad for the senior citizens. I feel sad for little children growing up in NCR who are breathing this toxic air. So as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, despair, breathing despair. So I, I, I question... Uh, all of us, including the government, what can we do about this? Every year we discuss, we debate, but what have we done about it? I saw mass violation of uh, mass violation of the fact that Diwali crackers were not supposed to be burned, but they were. I mean, I'm asking people, what is more important to you than your your child's uh, health, your parents' health, your brothers, your sisters' health, or your entertainment of burning up a cracker in the name of anything? In the name of be it religion, be be it uh, tradition, what is more important? You know, our our lifestyle, this world has changed a lot, and we need to change our mindset also. We need to live healthy. That's priority number one. And we are just going through a phase of pandemic. I, I mean, can't we sacrifice one Diwali by not bursting crackers? Can't we do that? I don't think it's a tough ask. And I seek and I seek introspection from the government, the government of Delhi. The government of Haryana, the government of Punjab. Why can't the three governments come together and do something about it? We All have right. we have dealt with so much 
in the last two years in pandemic situation also we have shared Absolutely. oxygen we have shared medicine why can't we do something about this rather than blaming each other that okay we have done this they haven't come to a meeting or we have done this they haven't done anything that doesn't help any one of us including the people who are sitting there in the seat of power yeah bodhi satya mukherji you are the uh, you are the voice uh, of the people you are uh, you know on we the people tonight you speak for all of us your experience thank you for sharing that with us the fact that you couldn't be with your family this diwali and and you had to be on a nebulizer thank you for coming forward and uh, sharing that reality and as you pointed out every year india dominates the list of the world's most polluted cities but this year is especially worrying because we are in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic a pandemic has accentuated the need for healthier lungs and remember scientists say the virus may never go away so are we going to adjust to this vibha chavla joins us she's a member of warrior moms warrior moms is a mothers led movement in india that is demanding clean air for our children Uh, Vibha, Miss Chavla, uh, tell us about uh, about your kids. Why are you speaking up? And you know what I think is most ironic as a mom myself, it's been nineteen months of no school for these kids, and now just as schools are reopening, I mean, it is that uh, that time of the year where our eyes are watering, and the kids are now all going to be falling sick, not allowed to go to school, uh, and have to stay at home and be uh, nebulized. so my son is going back to school tomorrow i think um, you know almost after 2 uh, years he's in class 12 and it's a very wow. important year for him right and uh, since yesterday uh, yesterday morning he woke woke up actually on, on on the morning of diwali he woke up and he said my nose is uh, you know completely clogged so of course you know with this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic we're all um, you know panicky i immediately pulled out the thermometer you know took his uh, fever whatever there, there's no fever there's been no no fever 3 days but he's been throwing up he's been feeling nauseous uh he's an athlete he's a, a you know gurgaon district medalist state level swimmer he had to go swimming yesterday morning because he's preparing for some school nationals and the coach is really strict and anyway the pools have been you know closed uh, during this whole uh, uh, covid situation right so he's been swimming for two months and he had to go swimming yesterday morning he came back he was throwing up he had red eyes uh, it was really stupid of me actually to have allowed him to go and uh tomorrow morning he's supposed to go to school i don't think he's in any condition to go to school because he's he's got a whole you know blocked nasal passage he's um feeling sick he's been unwell the whole day i've been uh, giving him his uh, you know uh, allergy medicine uh, he's been steaming he's been um, you know doing whatever else uh, he's supposed to uh, do but um, you know as uh, uh, probably uh, my, tragic uh, just to hear all of this you know being a class 12 student you know you're supposed to be in the prime of your health best time of your life going into school ready to gear up for the future and this is instead what uh, you're worried about and what your parents are worried about when well, miss chavla vibha chavla um you know according to the who data children especially those below the age of 5 are more vulnerable to the harmful effects of air pollution than anyone else right we know of neural motor development childhood cancers lung infections asthma obesity etc etc but the assumption is that the crackers being burst in delhi in the ncr were being burst by kids under the supervision of their parents of course 
No, no. Uh, so feel... I, I heard, I heard people saying that oh, it's tradition, and you know, the, uh, we should, we should pass on this tradition to our children, and it's, no, it's no, very I agree, unfair. Don't children you think a birth. parent, mother or father, is most concerned about the, uh, the, uh, the health of their child? If, if, if the child tradition. is not going to survive, tell me what is the tradition that you're going to pass on to the kid? You know, I'm sorry to be really harsh, but uh, that's that, that's that's the truth. That's this. That's the harsh reality. That uh, you know, this pollution, the way it affects everybody's lungs. It's it's as much as uh, smoking 200 cigarettes. Um, you know, in a in a day. All right. Let's try and get in um, some quick uh, audience reactions. The way Anshpreet Kaur. If you can start or just unmute yourself, Mahima and Khushi uh, are waiting. Let's quickly hear some views of our audience right now. Good evening. Thank you for your... Go ahead, Anshpreet. Good evening, everyone. Uh, so my question is that we see that even though the government and the Supreme Court have put a ban on the firecrackers, but we see that so many firecrackers are being burnt. So my question is that even after this ban, why are firecrackers still available in the market? All right. Mahima, go ahead with your question. Thank you so much for the opportunity. My question is, why is it the need of politicizing the burning of firecrackers on Diwali when it is not even one of the top causes of air pollution that exceeds the defined standards? While the vehicle exhaust and the fossil fuel burning are major reasons of air pollution. So what is their alternative and what is the government doing regarding the same? All right. So Mahima has a contrary uh, view over here. Khushi, what's your uh, view? Question? Good evening. Thanks for having uh, me here. My question is that the government... All right. So we seem to have lost the line. There were two differing views. Uh, the government had uh, imposed a ban on burning of... Anshpreet asking why after so many bans are crackers still available in the market? Well, we have uh, the president of the Delhi NCR Fireworks Traders Association joining us, Rajiv Jain, uh, who's the president of this organization. He joins us. Mr. Jain, uh, you know, could you answer this question? This ban is, is laughable, despite the fact that... Um, we are all living in a gas chamber. You can't even, we can't even see three feet ahead of us the day after Diwali. This is this hangover. Still, we see associations like yours uh, insisting that uh, crackers should be allowed to be sold. Uh, respected ma'am, I wish to say that this case started regarding pollution in the year 2015. Arjun Gopal and others versus Union of India. And this case is being heard for the last six years. And during that case, the court has heard it at length. And they have declared that green crackers will be developed. And the green crackers was developed with the help of seven agencies in India. And that all are central agencies. That is Petroleum and Explosive Safety Organization, National Environment Engineering, Nagpur, CPCB, Central Pollution Control Board, NGT, Order of Supreme Court and Ministry of Environment. With the help of all these six, seven agencies and after spending crores of rupees, the green crackers were developed. And after the development of green crackers, I wish to say 
that there is no ban on crackers. Out of 36 states Mr. and Mr. Jain, I understand what you're trying to say. You're saying that the system is at fault, right? You have done, you followed the, no, no, uh, the loopholes. You're saying you one or two lines more. But let my question to you, Mr. Jain, I want to just ask another question. Look, the fact is uh, all industries uh, have to undergo change. There's always one sector that is doing well, making money in another sector in another decade that isn't. Isn't it time for organizations like yours to say, look, this is an industry that is waning and it's time perhaps to move to something and maybe move to air purifiers, manufacturing of air purifiers. Why do you believe that a product like firecracker should still exist? Um, uh, Mr. Jain, I'm assuming you're either a father or a grandparent. Uh, in that context, could you quickly respond to this question? I am responding to your question, madam, that act is there. Supreme Court is there, all agencies are there, and they all rigorously worked for this. And after their working, green crackers came into existence. That is, not only the crackers are responsible for all the pollution, there are several other factors, and the uh, pollution of the crackers is only less than 1%, and that's two, only for two or three hours in one day. And all, everybody is blaming the Diwali. Why is it so? Because the pollution is still continued even after Mr. Diwali. Mr. Jain, this argument has been heard. My question to you simply is, as an entrepreneur, would you not, uh, should you not have the foresight to know when certain, like we know today CDs don't work. Manufacturers of CDs are out of business. Similarly, should you not have the foresight to say this is an industry that is waning? Madam, we have to see the law also. What law says, what the book says, what the explosive act says. Uh, as an industry, if we are not working, there are 13 lakhs people attached with this industry. And the industry has not been closed by the central agency or by central legislation. Fair enough. And that is, that is all in existence and the working is going on as per the law. Yeah. So how to celebrate the uh, festivals? That is the question. If you are not allowing to celebrate the uh, occasion that crackers are being burned at the time of elections also, cricket matches also, Christmas, New Year and other festivals also. Why you are taking uh, all the problems with the Diwali uh, festival only? This should not be done. The well, people let's are bring in Dr. Arvind Kumar, Chairman of the Institute of uh, Chest Surgery at Medanta Hospital, Siddhartha Varmani, Executive Director of Epic India, that is the Energy Policy Institute at the University of Chicago's India team, and Jyoti Pandey Lavakare, she's a journalist, she's the author of the grief memoir, Breathing Here is Injurious to Your Health, The Human Cost of Air Pollution, she's also the co-founder of the Clean Air Nonprofit Care for Air. Dr. Kumar, um, you know, coming here as a doctor, Delhi has the worst air quality of all world capitals. But even by our regular sorry standards, this weekend, the morning after Diwali was extra bad. That's the price we have paid for celebrating India's biggest festival in the noisiest and smokiest of ways. But I want to ask you, we're in the middle of a pandemic. As a doctor, nobody seems to listen to anyone. So I'm asking you as a doctor, what would you say to the audience? We're in a pandemic. What does bad air quality do in the middle of a pandemic? Is this double trouble? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me on the show. I really have no words 
to answer your question as to what to say because what needs to be said i have been shouting loud on ndtv so many other channels and all my co-panelists and similarly so many other people for the last 6 years every year we have been repeating the same thing that breathing this air is causing irreparable irreversible damage to our health we all claim i quote that children are our most loved ones and the crude reality is that if pollution affects one group maximum causes maximum damage it is the children who suffer irreversible damage from lung to brain to heart to blood vessel reproductive organs there is no organ which is spared i'll just share with you very briefly results of a study which lung care foundation recently did in delhi adolescent school children compared with other cities more than 50% of the children are complaining regularly of respiratory symptoms like cough tightness in the chest chest pain more than 29% children have a test proved asthma 40% children are obese or overweight and obese overweight children have about 200 times higher odds of having asthma so if you take in totality and this was just respiratory symptoms hmm. we know that brain development lung development so many other diseases so this is causing serious damage to our future population and i am at a loss of words to you know reply to my colleagues who claim about right to livelihood right to this right to that friends all the rights will come into existence if we will be alive if we are not there at all if the children are lying passing their lives in the hospital which right are you talking mm. about i'm very clear it's a serious serious public health emergency and i would have expected all governments and mind you i am not pointing finger at any one government and when i point finger i include people also because i am very unhappy at the fact that despite so much orders from the court people violated the orders you can't have a policeman in every house stopping people from burning crackers if they can't look after their health absolutely so the answer is the way we reacted to covid we had a serious situation last year we reacted in an unprecedented manner and at least for the first wave we prevented calamity from taking place a uh, pollution has reached first levels it is causing more deaths than corona so we need to take unprecedented steps and let me inform that if we don't take those steps today tomorrow the entire country and worst of all children will pay a very heavy price Madam. okay so the main takeaway that we all need to think about today is what doctor is saying over here pollution causes more toxic air breathing toxic air causes more deaths than covid 
what COVID yes. has over the past two years, pollution, the air that we breathe is worse. It's going to have a worse outcome than what we faced over the last two years. But on the other hand, uh, if, if everything was so clear cut, Jyoti Pandey, Lavakhare, uh, why, why is it that this continues every year? Obviously, people will say the Indian government is accused of not doing enough to curb pollution because they have to prioritize economic growth. You have to lift the living standards in the world's second most populous country. We just saw India, Prime Minister Modi represented India at COP26. And this is the argument that is made all over. And, and to be fair, you know, we are the second most populous country and everybody requires electricity, etc., etc. So I think one of the biggest reasons why uh, this is not going away and it's not likely to go away soon is because the actual cost of all these deaths, diseases and disabilities is not reflected in the economic indicator that is known as the GDP, okay? So that never reflects how many people are sick, how many people are suffering from air pollution. You know, my mother passed away of lung cancer that was triggered by air pollution. That is what her doctors told me, including Dr. Arvind Kumar, who met her in her last days. And this is not just a matter of my mother. There are 480 million people in the Indo-Gangetic plain who are slowly dying, choking to death because of air pollution. And they are losing not, you know, anywhere from... 2.5 to 10 years of their lives because of air pollution. This is not being reflected in our GDP. And that's the reason why this is an invisible problem. People are not aware of not just a short-term impact, which is your watering eyes, your uh, throat feeling uh, full of uh, crud. It is the long-term impact. You know, there are people as young as 16 years old who are having heart attacks. There's a study done by the CP Jayadeva Institute which has shown that auto rickshaw drivers and traffic policemen in Bangalore have heart attacks that are again triggered by air pollution. This is not what a healthy country of a young demographic mm. like India should look like. And that is not showing up in the GDP. So not only is India killing itself, even the richer countries tend to, you know, export their sort of all the manufacturing, all the dirty jobs, all the uh, dirty fuels are used in, in, in developing countries like ours. And we don't get the benefit of clean air. And that should be reflected in our GDP. That's when I think we will make more of an effort, create more ambitious targets and do this with the urgency with which this is needed. We are in a state of a public health emergency that is even more severe than COVID. And at the time of COVID, we were all uh, uh, penalized for not wearing masks, for not socially distancing. We, we had calls on our phones at all times telling us that be careful, be careful. We don't even know. The common man does not even know what AQI means. Mm. They don't know what how it is affecting their children, their elderly. They think they are dying of different reasons because the connection between air pollution and death because it is not a communicable disease and they are non-communicable diseases, it is not clear enough. And that since that awareness is missing, the government, corporates, everyone tends to hide behind that, continuing to make their profits, which are their personal profits, and the harm, which is a collective harm, is not reflected in the overall GDP and of the country. And governments continue to make plans, uh, development plans for the future uh, that, that don't factor in the, this, this point. Siddhartha Varmani uh, of uh, Epic India, this week, Prime Minister Modi told the COP26 climate summit in Glasgow that India will achieve net zero carbon emissions by 2070. 
Many reckon that that's at least two decades too late. In 2070, if we continue to breathe air like this, where will we be? Yeah, I mean that uh, I can give you some insights uh, from, you know, the Energy Policy Institute at University of Chicago's recent Air Quality Life Index report. I mean that where are we today? I mean that that's something which I can talk about. And where will we be in 2070? I mean, uh, we can only guess from the numbers that I'm going to talk to you about. Uh, I mean, first of all, AQLI uh, is a pollution index uh, that EPIC has developed. And that translates air pollution into impact on life expectancy. Uh, so, I mean, the, the key findings are that India's average PM concentration is the highest in the world as on today. So, I mean, that as I said, that we can't talk about 2070, but as on today, it's the highest in the world and seven times the WHO's guideline. Uh, you know, nearly 40% of India's population is exposed to pollution levels, which are not seen in any other country. Uh, you know, air pollution is shortening average life expectancy of an Indian by almost six years, unless the WHO guidelines were met. Uh, and finally, I mean, that Delhi, I mean, where the whole issue around pollution and firecrackers is being discussed. I mean, the residents of Delhi, I mean, could see up to 10 years added to their lives as of today uh, if pollution were reduced to meet the WHO guidelines. Uh, in fact, up to seven years uh, if pollution met uh, India's national standard. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that, uh, you know, I mean, many countries have tried to, you know, reduce burning firecrackers and, you know, have used top-down approaches. And though, you know, I've heard on the same panel that it's a relatively small part of the problem, but the, the point is that it certainly influences health and environment and uh, it just aggravates the situation that already mm. is existing at this point of time. Uh, you know, but I mean, the essential thing that we should all, uh, you know, we should be conscious of is that the people have showed a thumb, uh, you know, people have been repeatedly showing a thumb, uh, you know, to the authorities and mm. firecrackers were still sold and the firecrackers were still burnt. I mean, this is a classic case uh, of the tragedy of the commons. As, as, as Absolutely. Well, um, yeah. I think the bottom line is, guys, the party is over. Diwali has left uh, all of us. We've celebrated then and now we're going to pay the price wheezing in dangerously unhealthy air. This is just the start of the conversation. The winter months are just starting. We have another five months at least of this. Thank you all for joining us on the show today. Uh, you've been speaking on this issue for years now. We have to continue to speak out uh, on it because no one can be unaffected by the issue of pollution. Thank you all for joining us on We the People tonight.